We are coming into a new era. It is the new awakening. The revolution is upon us and we are all finding our way through the veil, through the dark, into the light. Today, we're going to be bringing in information about what the Sacred Way Intensive Weekend is and also what we are doing within the Sacred Way Mystery School. We're going to have this podcast into two sections. The first section, we're going to be talking about the system and really the veil that we are living in, the hologram that we're living in. The second, we're going to be talking about the purpose and how we stand up as magical beings in our fullest human potential to dismantle the program that has been set in front of us. So for hundreds, if not thousands of years, we have been in this program and in this control, and we are finding our way through. So today I am joined with great student and great artist and high priestess, Holly with Dream and Amethyst. And we are going to be discussing these different levels, um, these different levels of awareness that we're all starting to come into. So thank you, Holly, for joining me on this podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to speak and communicate. So uh, we wanted to start within the system and what it is about. And we're all very familiar with the notion that we live in this 3D, 4D realm. And part of that is based upon the programming that has been laid out for us uh, from these thousands of years of not only colonialism, but also within the factors of uh, taking away the magic that all humans have. So we wanted to discuss what the control is and what does that mean? What is the, the matrix? What is this hologram that has been set up in front of us and then also I think important to note within control is the individual level and then the 3d realm level that's kind of within all of us but outside of us because there's also that duality within the control so Mm -hmm. there is a controlling factor that has played into the programming of humans like you said for thousands of years but then we also have this free will and control of our own power and magic and words within ourselves which is extremely important to harness at this time which i think we've been seeing throughout this entire year yes this year has been incredible in bringing forward what we have been ignoring and really has been bringing up the collective shadow as well as the personal shadow and in that individual and collective uh, response we are finding ways that we are and that we have been uh, really kept as these machines in this system that wants nothing um, but our life force 
It really does. And, and within this, um, the system, it is ancient. So how deep is this system? Well, as I've said within numerous videos, this control method, this predator force has existed for thousands of years. And in this uh, system, within this predatory force, it is about the jealousy and also the um, blatant disregard for the cosmic human union. And so within this control system, it is about sucking this cosmic light out of the human potential and then reversing that energy and using it for greed, power, ego, uh, and essentially to control all humans. And this system is very much a global system. It's very much a um, dark hierarchy of uh, manipulation and also uh, brainwashing in, in this sense. It's controlled with um, numerous levels of government. It is controlled in our healthcare, our education system, and in our media, um, amongst other things. And so where, where did this begin? Well, there is lots of information about where this may have begun, but this is really about the energy that has carried through empires through um, controlling people uh, based upon what they can produce for um, these higher uh, entities, for these uh, higher systems or for these empires. And within that, there's also that universal source of control that affects everybody on the same level and then we're also having these individual and group forms of control that stem from ancestors programmings and ideologies that have carried through like you said for thousands of years so it's important to distinguish also what is our own control factor really from the people behind the scenes and what is a collective control factor that needs to have awareness in order for change to occur and this includes both energy and also humans it includes those in the higher parts of the government on of all nations it includes also the mentality and the energy that we're facing day in and day out and uh, part of the sacred way is about becoming very aware of this duality knowing that we are all connected within this whole all connected within the, the wholeness of the collective consciousness. But within this, there is the duality of both the evil and good. There is this uh, balance that uh, really has been overlooked. And for thousands of years, we have been incredibly off balance. The, uh, 
these dark forces have really t taken us into levels of um, complete annihilation and desecration of our sacred uh, medicines, of our ancestry, of our place in, um, in the world, in, and also our connection with Mother Earth, our connection with the uh, universe, and ultimately the connection with, with each other. And, you know, in regards to that and that reversal of good or magic for rising humanity up again to where we were at thousands and even millions of years ago, even on different galaxies and planets, is that this really, you could call it the dark alchemy, is on both physical 3D levels, mental levels, emotional, and spiritual. Every level possible. So it's incredibly important to remember and be aware that all of these forces are at play so that not one of them gets left behind and further used because that will be just a regression in progress. Yes, and you know, we will be referring to this as dark alchemy in the sense that these systems are very much aware of the ancient mystery teachings and the ancient mystery teachings are the one of the bases or foundations of what the Sacred Way Intensive Weekend is about and also the Sacred Way Mystery School. And many mystery schools throughout the world have um, practiced in either or of these uh, alchemies. So you have the, um, let me go over what alchemy is in the sense that alchemy is about, there is the material alchemy dealing with the elements and there is also spiritual alchemy. And spiritual alchemy is about transforming the human form, the material form into the cosmic being and living as the cosmic being in this human form and really it is part of this human potential that is very distinct from other um, intergalactic beings other uh, interdimensional beings and so that in itself is an honor and as much as we have been programmed to think that oh, this mortal life is, uh, is so uh, not important. Really, the, um, the mortal life is important for us to do our alchemy here on Earth. We are, each one of us is put here with a particular gift, a particular reason, um, and especially during this time. The dark alchemy uses uh, ritual and magic and... Um, and uh, energy to in a reversal and as in light alchemy you are using these intense ceremonies and rituals and um, magic to ignite the light within you and to help serve humanity in dark alchemy you are doing the opposite so you are reversing and making and convincing and um, programming people or yourself to be in full 
materialism and live in the lower earthbound parts. To put it into um, another way, it is about reversing what is good for the complete selfish control of another so that you are really siphoning the light from others and then you use that energy to get what you want. So within that, we, um, we will go through and speak both about the light alchemy and the dark alchemy and how this shows up. But also, if you take the words alchemy out of it, you can think of it as energy and what energy we are putting out into the world, what energy we are consumed in, what energy do we function in, and what is that, um, that vibration or that dimension that we're really associating with and, and functioning in, in our everyday existence. And that's the responsibility of whatever position we all hold ourselves accountable in. Whether we are choosing to be leaders with our time or observers or healers, magicians, both artists, everything. It doesn't really matter what as long as there is that personal responsibility there. Yes, and in that there is that moral obligation but also the integrity And the moral obligation is very simple. We don't need laws and things to tell us how to conduct ourselves. We know what is good and bad. We know that in the core of ourselves. And within that, we have that moral obligation and that integrity and the openness to learn, to listen, to be responsible for our actions, to push humanity into the right way of to live in harmony and in balance with each other. It isn't about annihilating the darkness. There there must be some sort of balance, but it is about putting it back on the scales in a a proper way where we we can fully live in this space of of harmony and also in this space of discipline, integrity, and responsibility for each other and for ourselves, for the earth. And so that really is about what bringing in this light is, a, is, is all about, what this ascension is about. If we just go into the space of, oh, I want to ascend and get out of this uh, matrix or out of this earth, earthbound space, we're really not facing the true alchemy because we must go into these ascended places and we must bring back this information. We must bring this back this light in a service for, for all humanity. Mm-hmm. And an important piece in that is reclaiming the magic. And one of the best ways we've seen magic being reclaimed in history and from the masters of light or ascended masters, the enlightened ones, whatever term works for anyone really we see that most of the time they were working against the grain without fear in courage and in honor for working against that grain with the intention of helping humanity and sometimes it's it's 
scary to do that because there's so many different routes you can take. But at the end of the day, we know where to go at our core and we know which path to take. But that really also ties in again to that collective responsibility. Are we all willing to listen to one another and, you know, as best as we can, respect individual differences so long it's not causing harm to others? Because at the really, we're in control of ourselves, what we surround ourselves with, and what we put out. And within that, too, it is really about the, the essence in knowing that we must continue to learn. We must continue to progress and, and really observe everything that we, we need to do. And like you were saying, with the, um, the warrior of light or the uh, masters of light, the ascended masters, I mean, it's not an easy process. It's not an easy process to dismantle these systems. And granted, they've been in place for thousands of years. There's been many different revolutions in over thousands of years and there has been this battle going on for a long time but now we have the opportunity with our awakened state to really push through and and make the progress that the ancients tried to make before and so with that too is uncovering this magic uncovering this these gifts uncovering this medicine that has been squashed or has been taken away or has been desecrated from all peoples and and really reigniting that flame so that we may carry this flame and bring in the the truth bring in the responsibility and bring in the light in in a integrity mm-hmm. and then you know going along with that responsibility still is when you think about collective programming and what goes on in the unconscious what you can observe or really dive deep into is seeing how as a collective many of us if not all want to help and rescue others but it's also been programmed to neglect our own magic so therefore we also neglect ourselves So when you think about how if, using the metaphor of a cup is not full, if we're exerting our energy all the time to the point of burnout or completely forgetting that staying in that space of understanding where you are at personally, that's what helps bring in big progression and big changes even though it's probably one of the hardest things many of us have to do right? because of the empathy and the deep need and urge and that natural feeling of wanting to help people. Yeah, and that's a natural primal piece of the community, of the um, structure that our ancestors really tried to bring into the world and it was it was manipulated and desecrated in that sense but 
part of this is also like, what is the the deep gifts? What are the what is the magic? What is that integrity that you're bringing in? What is that love and empathy and intuition that is so important for you? And what is individual to you? But then also going in and working in your ancestry, working in your shadows, working in your your truth to really bring that out working in that individual level and then observing how that collective shadow or how that collective responsibility has uh, has morphed or programmed you and your ancestors and those that have come before us uh, to be in this program initially. And within that, you know, we have the microcosm and the macrocosm and that really is that structure of of the individual and the collective uh, community it is about how we are bringing in these cycles and how we reflect in those moments of integrity and how we reflect in those moments that are hard that are difficult where we are going in these shadow parts of ourself and the collective darkness to then push through and and bring in progress and what we've done over time is we've been in these cycles where there's been revolution and then there's been a bit of repair and it's just enough for us to keep doing business as usual and then we we realize that we didn't really face all of the shadows or fix the problem initially and then we're faced with the problem again, where we then go into the revolution again, and we face the darkness, and we get through enough, and again, the cycle continues, where it's just enough to just push us to the edge, and then when we get comfortable, once again, then we, we back down, and we go into business as usual. And there's this cycle that happens over and over, and it has been shown within you know, many of the ancient traditions and within the mystery school teachings of okay we go into chaos and then creation we go into these these dark ages and into these golden ages and it's really about coming out of this dark age and bringing in this light in a, in a way where we can build this new world that we are are um, envisioning this new era in 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 the full capacity of truth mm -hmm. so in that settling is not enough anymore and I think we're all aware of that by now settling is what keeps like you said just staying we get right to the top and then fall back down and the only way to break out of that is to completely eradicate the cycle itself but in order to do that, we have to observe, we have to go within, and we have to act on it in integrity and in a truth that aligns with ourselves. Because without that individuality, there is no personal purpose, purpose that connects us all in this huge web. Without that, there's just... When you think about like fantasy books and movies and you think of utopias, everybody is exactly the same. 
And that's not what we want because that's just another form of control. So it's, we have to be very careful and use discernment if we are breaking down paradigms but building them up in different ways. Yes, and that's a prime example of where we've been programmed in something for so long or we've been used to something for so long, for generations and generations and generations, that we don't know entirely what the new way of living is. So what we do is, in, in really a good intention, where we try and create a new way, a new era to live in, but we're repeating cycles of what we've been programmed in, and sometimes subconsciously. And so that is a big piece of like, how are we showing up and what is that, that integrity in that, but also like, how do we push forward in, um, you know, in the space where we're pushing together to, in unity, but also in that individual essence that is so beautiful and important for this world. Again, everybody has a purpose. Everybody has something to bring. Everybody has a magic. Everybody has a wisdom or education to bring. And that's why it is so important to be very aware of how we are handling what comes our way. How are we handling the battle that we are currently in? We, yes, we need action, we need courage, we need to keep the momentum going. But we also need to be able to sit with something and work with it in an educated way, in a way of wisdom rather than in reaction. And rather than just doing what we, um, what others do or what we've been programmed to or what, you know, we think may work without really sitting with it and and focusing on how it's going to benefit all humanity mm-hmm. and with that it's super important to acknowledge and not only know that within the duality of the universe there is the good and evil like you have stated before we have this balance and we need to recognize that it's there So ignoring it or skipping around it or accidentally subconsciously creating new forms of evil or darkness in a way, we begin to self-sabotage and collectively sabotage the ascension of humanity. And really what that does is play right into the cycle of the constant desecration of medicine that we've experienced for the past thousands, thousand years. Yeah. And in that, we have um, this space where a lot of us, you know, have woken up or become aware of these systems. And some of us have been becoming very much aware within the last few decades but then now is very important because there are so many people waking up to the fact that we have been in this system of control and waking up to the fact that they do have these abilities that they are powerful and in that though i think there is this space where we want to we have experienced these moments of complete joy we have complete we have 
these moments of beauty and balance and harmony. And we really want to, we're all striving to get to that point. But sometimes we can create illusions based on, based on just checking out. And checking out of what's going on on the earth is a complete disservice because what we're doing is we, we want to escape. We want to escape into the, um, the spaces that are only in hence good vibrations or higher dimensions or um, in this love and light space where really we have to bring that and bring that information, bring that energy, bring that light of harmony and love and, and all of that into this earth space, into this space of what is going on on ground level. We, we cannot push away from what is truly going on in this re reality, in this 3 and 4D. And hence then what, what comes in is we start to bypass or we um, go into these spaces where, oh, I don't want to handle the, the low vibrations. We have to face that. We have to bring in the high vibration into the low vibration in order to pierce through the veil completely. And with that, we also have to have the accountability of making sure to recharge, witness the light, experience and bathe in it really. Because the way to go in and navigate through the darkness and observe it is to know that you are going to be able to go back and experience that love and that light again. But without that duality, we do not have love and light. So to ignore it, like you said, is a disservice. Not only to ourselves, but to the collective, even if it's difficult. Yeah, and no matter how woke we can be or awaken or... Um aware of what's going on we have to be able to take that wisdom and be able to push through and sh and help others really that is what it's all about we can't go into the space of being in this elitist space or oh well i know how wonderful and amazing the 5d is i hear that a lot you know or or these other levels of um higher vibration where um, we just sort of check out and turn our backs on humanity because we are so woke. And that is actually perpetuating another system of complete checkout and bypassing and also in this space of <clears throat> going into this other or different form of elitism or control, which is this space of the spiritual elite, which is about oh, just check out and be in high vibration and do everything to manifest your personal abundance or your abundance for the, the um, community in, in this certain way or dogma, which really is like just putting on another mask of a control system. And so within that spiritual elitism of saying, oh, I'm better than everybody else, all other humanity, because I know these things or because I am in tune with my higher vibrations, that in the sense is the disservice. Because if we put uh, those that feel that they're 
spiritually woke on these pedestals. What we're doing is we're, we're just worshiping another altar where we have worshiped this other, this altar before of control. And it's time to completely dismantle all of that elitism. And the elitism and that 1% of every community of all, of all factors, education, healthcare, spirituality, is, is just feeding that elitism and that control. And so through making sure that we are connected in those spaces, but then also very much connected to what's going on, to connect it with the progress of humanity. And, and being part of this revolution in whatever capacity we can be and not teaching people or showing people to just check out of it and go over here and wait till everything gets back to normal. It's really like we, when we speak about the spiritual elite, we are say, they're essentially saying, oh, go do all the hard work. And when you're ready for me to come back in with my high vibes, let me know. And that's not what this is about. That's creating another spiritual separation. And, you know, and I see it too within, you know, this, the, the woke um, or awakened um, community of this, this space of, okay, well, I know that these programs have been in place. I know that these conspiracies or these untruths have taken place and so um, now we're going to pick and choose what we want to bring in as trends or um, bring in in on a bandwagon if you will just really start pushing that on our followers on those that um, look up to us for advice on those that um, look for you know guidance and what we're doing is we're kind of we're also creating this space of okay so first off check out and high vibe and then know that all this shit is happening and you should become aware of it and awake awaken to it but then really what is the plan of action there is none and that's what what's frustrating with that is because we we can't start bringing in conspiracy or being woke as this trend or hobby it's really about diving into if something is not aligned with you or if you know something is off or you see a program being being brought in if you see control happening, then it is about like going into the research, going into uh, the knowledge and wisdom of that. Because mm -hmm. naturally, as humans in our human condition, we kind of flock together, and it's it's very easy to do so. And yeah, then it's in the this community day and age, base, yep, yeah. And then within this day and age, we have social media. So, although something may be in this space of truth, it is very easy to accept many things without using discernment and going into personal research first. Because when we see something that sparks emotion or any kind of emotion, sadness, anger, pain, fear, the first thing automatically that we do is react 
instead of seeing something and saying, oh, okay, this is how I'm feeling. Now I'm going to go on my own and dig because really we have to dig far as we I've it's pretty open now that it's easy to become censored so for genuine research to take place it requires going a little bit deeper than maybe com- like maybe comfortable but that just that all comes down to discernment because I think there's many wonderful things that can come out of peeling back those layers and going through, you know, quote-unquote conspiracies or genuine conspiracies and finding that balance of creating your own understanding and opinion and using that to spread for others. Because now we use photos and it's in a click of a button we repost something which can be very helpful but at the same time again there's that duality in it and it can actually be very harmful to share things without actually knowing where it's coming from if it's truthful and if it aligns with what we believe and then also having that accountability within ourselves are we seeing something and believing that because it fits our own personal programming paradigm and narrative narrative and in that too you know that also is a way that we label or shame or put people in boxes or categorize people um based on this this judgment of what um uh, you know what they believe or how they are presenting themselves in media or um, really like based on if they're in this group or not or in this community or not or are they spiritual enough or are they checked out or all of this um, this grouping comes from these labels and categories and the saying and, and it comes in in the most harm you know harmless ways too like how are we grouping each other and why are we grouping each other in that way is there some deep ancestral and shadow work that needs to be done collectively but then there's also that reality of how we are really facing what our beautiful differences are how are we really facing what makes us unique how are we really facing what makes us individual in our in our race in our magic in our medicine in our in our truth in our educations in in what we stand for or are we grouping people based upon these judgments based upon these um these narratives because with each individual there is always going to be a reason for holding whatever opinion belief action it doesn't matter all across the board there's always a reason so it's important to remember that it is very easy to create an umbrella for something and categorize people within that umbrella without first going into those individual reasons and understandings. That does not mean that there has to be an agreement, but there is like the cliche, agree to disagree. 
as long as we're hearing each other and understanding the different forms of human experience and how that comes in with our personalities and the ego that allows us to communicate these things. We are able to, like you said, find this beauty within humanity. Without that, what are we really? And I feel like that's a question that's important to deeply think about especially in times where everybody's emotional states are very vulnerable. And we definitely need to be able to be open to what the differences are in all of us. And we need to uh, be respectful of these differences in all of us and be respectful about what has happened in the past and be respectful about how we push forward into the future and and really in that space we have this we can have these open conversations of how can we better be um in this balance and harmony how can we better equip ourselves to push through this this darkness how can we better um come together in this space with open and um beautiful responsibility in in an appreciation for all those on this planet for all those that are um no matter what or where or or how they're boxed in like how can we open this up into a very powerful and meaningful conversation but then also how can we come together together in that space of okay we're all sick of this bullshit. We're all sick of this program and this control. So now what can we do to really push through it together? And I think we're seeing so much of that in this revolution and how powerful it is to keep that momentum and to, as we're dismantling each and every piece of this, to continue to push through all of these these issues that are around us, all of these issues that have plagued our our human existence for thousands of years and in that we need to have open conversations without shame yes because with going into conversations with judgment and shame and fear defensiveness whatever emotion it may be we immediately close the door to a deeper understanding of other people because when we use labels and boxes and a narrow tunnel vision going into a conversation, we focus and place our attention more on differences instead of similarities. And that's not to say in that whole, like, we can ignore injustice because of unity. That's to say that sometimes with open conversation and actually a lot of the times you find more similarity similarities in beliefs and goals and what needs to happen than differences but the differences are what are they're focused on so much that we lose sight of how having whatever differences we do have can strengthen the similarities being put like the similar goals that need to be put forth if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. 
Well, and I think that goes into that psychology, the psychology of our programming, the psychology of trauma, the, um, the influence of manipulation and media and these control factors that really want to put, um, you know, we're given this, this bullshit system that we live in. And then, um, this system is looking down on us like puppet masters or like it's a video game. Like, okay, well, how can we put these people against these people, but also, um, how can we dissolve the individuality as well? How can we dissolve these, uh, these differences into that making it all about, oh, you're either this way or that way. And we see that, that in politics, we see that in a lot of the information that's getting put out there, we have to realize that it is all under the umbrella of the same system that's trying to control all of us. And however our ancestors or however we have been brought up in that programming, we have to become very aware of how that psychology of trauma has impacted us over and over and over and over again to dissolve these important issues and then distract us into these issues uh, that have really become so very petty in a way. Mm-hmm. And when we really discern where we're getting our information from and what we are seeing, If we take a step back, we can see throughout history, and especially right now, the use of trauma being displayed in the media. This is important to know that it exists. It is, because without it, we are completely oblivious to evil and control that's happening in the world. However, within that, not everything we see is always the truth. So that's where that manipulation may come in. And it's especially easy to manipulate individuals and the masses through utilizing the sensitivity of human empathy. Because it sparks emotion and there is immediate response. So and in that we're giving this permission and really this is and has been used for a long time within the corrupt uh, governments within the global governments within each sector of the governments in everything that we do is this um, they are literally putting it out there for us um, to give permission to because we we take in this trauma response and then we um we utilize this trauma response to further bring in disunity and to completely wipe out the individuality so so in that we have to remember that we have been manipulated time and time again over thousands of years and how we can stand strong is to really come together in these revolutions and face these deep-seated problems without getting brainwashed or being in these um, these spaces of manipulation that really take us 
off path. It fogs up and blurs the conscious mind that really tries to scream through the veil on what to do. And in that, regarding the government and really global governments, we must be careful to not focus on individual parties because within those individual parties, they are just, and by parties I mean people, not political parties, but that too, in a way. There are many, many, many individuals behind the scenes. What we see firsthand is the front. That's the face and the name or the action behind what is happening behind the scenes. They are in on it, but if we lose sight of the huge web that is creating this, we again get entrapped in the illusion. And it's like, it makes me picture everyone climbing up out of a cave over tumbling boulders. Like you just can never seem to get there because it's like running on a hamster wheel. And becoming aware of that and knowing that we can go deeper and know more and look at this from a bird's eye view, that's when we can come together and really come up with a game plan that not changes the system that's in place, but dismantles it completely. Yes. We can't dismantle something by continuing to feed it. That's impossible because that's what keeps the tiny little grain of salt to make the cycle continue, which can be overwhelming, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. It's not impossible. It just takes the conscious awareness, understanding, and action to implement it. And knowing that these corrupt systems have tried to, um, for, for a long period of time, keep us so small. So we know that this predatory system is, is really in that mocking space of us. But we also have to be very familiar with the fact that that predatory system is, is within each of us. And so being in these ego traps that we, we tend to get into of like um, in, in this self-righteousness is really quite... Um, manipulative in itself because we we believe that we are standing up for the right thing but in in the meantime we are perpetuating the same systems and so in that we need to face these big issues we need to face all of the white supremacy. We need to face the control. We need to face the healthcare systems and how they are failing us and making us sick. We need to face the fact that uh, these billionaires and these corporate economic systems are controlling our communities and all that is within these communities. We also need to come into the space that, and know that these systems have manipulated us. And we cannot continue to manipulate as well on our micro level. We need to be very aware of all of these atrocities that are happening. We need to be able to 
be strong enough and be in that courage to fully take on whatever is going to come our way. And yeah, it sucks. And yeah, it's it's hard. And yeah, it's uncomfortable. We need to face these things that are within ourselves. How do, do we contribute to white supremacy? How do we how do we contribute to the desecration of sacred people? How do we contribute to the the economy of the elites? How do we contribute to the healthcare system? How do we contribute to this education system? How do we contribute to the annihilation and the desecration of our communities? And that is about taking in that responsibility by activating this this amazing cosmic force that we all have in us and really shining that light out and and utilizing our wisdom and our gifts in these amazing ways to create this integrity that is macro level that pushes through and says no longer will we take this no longer will we just take a little bit at a time no longer will we just be okay with a little resolve we need to push through the whole thing and say we will no longer take all of these issues we will no longer take all of this control we do not consent any longer right and i think you know really to as we're wrapping this up i think in order to dismantle that program like we're saying we and like you said before again we need to recognize how that program is within us also it has been programmed within us for generations so how do we contribute to those these patterns that we see on this collective level how can we list out if okay this is a big a big exercise in a way if we see those in power there is a carelessness a complete lack of empathy that may be masked with an i care statement when do we do those things so not thinking about just the labels of certain actions but really getting down to the nitty-gritty behaviors that each of us have that contribute to perpetuating this seemingly endless cycle even though it is ending but if we really do this that's when we can make big internal changes that will in turn sprinkle out into the collective whether we're conscious of it or not and we have to remember that as well that we are all mirrors for each other so even as much as we want to dismantle all of these things we have to realize that in that there is a reflection and in that as well we need to realize that this is not something new this mirror is not something that we have just started to see this mirror has stood the test of time really and the mirror is both the good and evil the mirror is both the dualities and the mirror has shown us our reflection time and time again and so it is our duty it is our responsibility it is our service it is our light and it is our purest and purest purest love in that space to really 
see the entirety of what is going on. And within this, the Sacred Way weekend, we go deep into these true timelines. We go deep into these cycles. We go deep into the mass programming, how that, that programming has affected us all individually through our ancestors, through these issues of white supremacy, economics, control, healthcare, education. And we go into these deeper parts to really peel away what does not serve us anymore, what does not belong to us anymore, what has been programmed into us, what has been um, hammered into us to block our light, to block our purpose, to block our power. And so it is about dismantling all these systems and really being the reflection in that mirror now as this complete unified aligned human that is unified in this integrity and unified in this complete light to bring out to humanity in a service so thank you so much for joining us today and um, listening to the thoughts we have in the first uh, podcast of what the Sacred Way Weekend and Sacred Way Mystery School is about and the system that we are living in. So, thank you, Holly. Thank you for having me. (laughs) All right. Till next time. Love you. Thank you.